Hello, everyone. I am Matthew Thomas coming at you live from Motoblad here at the Cobra Ranch in Chicago, Illinois. Have a great guest with me at this time. She will be performing live. Her set starts at 1030 at the Cobra Lounge. So please, if you do have time, please come down. She is a badass rocker. Please welcome Susie Moon. Hi, Matthew. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much. Uh, it's actually my first time uh, seeing you live tonight. Oh, how cool. I know. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, is, is this your first uh, show for the weekend? No, actually. We were in Dayton, Ohio last night. Yeah, we played with our buddies Raging Nathans at Blind Bob's, and that was our first time playing Dayton. And nice. we had a great fucking show last night. Like, and we haven't played together since we got off our last tour. So we haven't played together since like May 15th. And it's like, you never really know. It's almost like just starting a band all over again. You know, your first show back. And um, fuck, we sounded good, and I had a great show. So I'm excited to play tonight. I hope you continue that good luck and energy into tonight. I know you got to run of shows. I know you, uh, you'll be back uh, in Ohio uh, tomorrow, actually, for the, for another show. Yeah. But I do want to talk about tonight, since uh, you were talking about uh, getting uh, back into uh, playing shows this weekend. How do you mentally get uh, prepared for a show? Um... God, I've just been playing music for so long. It's second nature to me. You know, it's it's really like um, it's a job, you know, and it's the best job in the whole wide world. So I actually, before I go on stage, I, I physically clock in and I, I go through the motions of like I'm clocking in for my shift, you know, um, and uh, I have got a couple like little things I repeat to myself private things that I repeat to myself um, to get in the zone. But, I mean, there, there are so many elements, you know. Um, even just being with your band for a few hours before the show gets you into, like, band mode. You're cracking band jokes, you know. Um, the whole process of putting on my makeup and my outfits, you know. Then I start to feel like a superhero. And But the, the nerves are gone nowadays. I still get, like, butterflies because I'm excited, you know. But, um, you know, I, I, if I ever feel like super nervous or something like about a big show, it's like, just got to remind myself, like, I know what I'm doing, you know, and it's supposed to be fun. You're not supposed to be stressed out. You know, um, this is all fun and punk rock is wabi sabi, you know, it's imperfectly perfect. And, um, you know, even if a little thing goes wrong here or there, whenever, you know, it's like just have a good time and don't stress too much, you know, and at the end of the day, I'm just really grateful that I get to do what I love. I liked everything you said. <laughs> I really did. Uh, because yes, music should be fun. It shouldn't, shouldn't be stressful. Uh, if it is, then you, something's not right. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I mean, we, we practice, we take it seriously, you know, but we are, we're a band of friends who love making music and, you know, that's it. Like, we're just, we're playing together and there's something really magical that happens when you're making sounds, loud noises <laughs> with your crew, you know, and uh, that magic should override any kind of fears you have, you know, and just uh, having a little confidence in yourself. Um, even if you have to fake it, 
you know, if, if it's a really big show or something, you know, just um, fake it till you fucking make it and get out there and look at your crew, you know, and be like, we're all, we're all experiencing this together. And if you could just kind of mentally take yourself back to a rehearsal room, you know, where there's like no pressure and um, you're just having a good time, uh, that helps. You know, oh, definitely, especially having a, a good crew with you, as I as I know you do. I think that that really helps and probably boosts the confidence as well, because you're with these awesome people. And yeah, like I know I've gone into situations where like I, confidence might be a little shaky, like mm -hmm. doing something like this where I've never really covered a music festival. But I was yeah. like, all the interviews I've done and everything, I'm like, we're gonna make it work. Like it's gonna happen. And now we're totally. here. Yeah. Now I'm hanging out with you. Right? How cool. See? <laughs> you did it. And um, sometimes you just have to take that first step, you know, like even if you're not 100% mentally like I'm ready, if you keep waiting to be ready, you'll never fucking be ready, you know, and that's with anything, anything new that you start, whether it's creative or whatever, you know, um, just taking the first step and then figuring out the rest when you get there. And confidence is a big key. I, I definitely noticed lately, like just everything I'm doing, just the confidence just builds and builds and builds probably very similar with you since obviously you've been doing music for a while. So just that getting that. Eons. <laughs> I've been doing, I'm like 65 in punk years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, I'm, I might have to steal that. Yeah. Well, well, it's just like dog years, you know, it's yeah. like whatever, however old you are, you're basically double that in punk years so you multiply by seven something like that ah good yeah, yeah. very good um so but also for for you since we are talking about your live show do you have a particular song you like uh, performing live oh of my own songs i, I, I love all my children equally <laughs> um yeah uh it really just it depends because some nights one song just stands out to you for whatever reason, you know, and every single show is different no matter how many times you rehearse it or, you know, what I've been trying to do now is actually have less of like a preconceived notion of how the show is going to go um, and not try to like plan, oh, I'm going to do this at this moment or that or whatever, you know, and just really like let the spirit of rock and roll shine through me, you know, because as like a vessel, you know, and like, um, that helps me be less anxious too, you know, because I mean, whatever happens is fine. <laughs> like, you know, it's not supposed to be perfect. It's not supposed to be rehearsed. You know, um, anytime I try too hard to do a thing that I was like, well, that was really cool last week, you know, when we were in Vegas or something, if I try to do the same thing again, like it feels forced and then it takes me out of the zone, you know, and then I'm fucking lose. I lose the groove, you know. Um, I do have a really good time performing Animal, which is um, the title track for the last EP that came out. Um, that's the only song in the set where I don't play guitar and I just um, kind of saunter around the crowd and the stage and stuff. So that's just different for me because I'm usually up there just nonstop guitar, guitar, vocals, you know, like um, – so it's cool to do something a little bit different, you know, but I really, I just, I love my songs and I love playing them with my band. So I know that it's sometimes a tricky question to, to ask. I know everyone, a lot of people, like they, they they really love their art. So like picking a song, that's why yeah. I'm the interviewer. <laughs> I don't have to answer these questions. Right. Even though people have flipped questions on me before. So you always can expect that. Uh, well, we're still going. There's still time. 
Well, this is more performance based, so we'll find out. Ah. I do got a few good questions in there right. later on, but um, is it nice to have a nice like for animal to not play guitar, like break up uh, a little bit of your set uh, and just uh, be in the crowd? Because I heard you have a wireless mic, so I do have a wireless mic, and I'm not afraid to use it. Um, yeah, no, that's it's fun for me. You know, it's just a different. It's an extension of you know the performance that I get to to vary you know, my shit and like, um, just use my body differently and express myself and, you know, find random things around that might become a prop, you know? Um, but it really just depends. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't want to know what I'm going to do, you know? And, um, it's really, I, I don't ever want to be so far away from the band that it takes the, um, the focus off of the group, you know, like we are, it's called Susie Moon, but we are a unit, and um, I'm only as strong as my band, and I want them to feel supported as well, you know? Um, so, yeah, and every room is different. Every venue you play is different. So I might I might be like, oh, I want to do this tonight, and then I get there, I'm like, room doesn't look right. Like, I got to, like change kind of where I'm going, what I'm doing based on what the venue looks like, you know? And I think that's cool because it gives everyone who like, who's seen you at, you know, all the venues you've performed at, it's going to be different because it's, you know, every venue is different. Not every venue looks the same. So, and plus you don't even know what you're going to do. So who the, who the fuck knows? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. That's why to find out what she does, you got to come down to Motoblot at the Cobra lounge tonight. Yeah. Come on down. But I do want to talk about because big news for you. Uh, you'll be traveling to uh, Europe. I two believe. weeks. Two weeks from like today. I, some would say July. <laughs> so co coming up very soon. Uh, have you performed in Europe before? This is going to be like my eighth or ninth tour of Europe. Yeah. Um, not with the Suzy Moon Band because our band has only been together for we're coming up on like our one year anniversary basically of the four of us playing together. Um, I had written a lot of the songs that are in the set and that are on the EPs prior to even meeting my bandmates. Um, Cause I'm always writing, you know, and I knew when the last project I was in kind of just imploded, but now I see that it was for the right purpose. Um, I was like, shit, I've got all these songs. I want to record. I want to do something. I was not like, it's going to be Susie Moon solo, you know, I was just like, I just want to get these songs out of my system so I can move on with my life, you know? And then um, it kind of just happened that I met the right people and Pirates Press Records were like, well, do you want to do something? Do you have anything ready to go? And I'm like, I actually do. And I guess we could call it Susie Moon because it's me and I want to do something different, you know? Um, and then here we are a year later and um, we're going to Europe in two weeks and we're playing a bunch of fucking massive festivals and uh, my bandmates have never been to Europe before. So uh, that's going to be exciting for me is to watch them experience it for the first time, you know, um, and we have a full length record that's coming out in September. Actually, I've um, the artwork's done. It, it's printed literally like everything's printed. I've heard the test pressing back like, the record's done, you know, so that's all happening. And I'm in the process of editing the music video for the first single. And right before you got here, I was backstage um, working on the tour poster for the European tour. I do a lot of the 
editing, posters, artwork, photo shoots, stuff like that myself. Um, not only because I have a vision for how I want things to be, like from start to finish, like I know exactly how I want to present this band, um, but also it cuts down on costs. And we're still a DIY band, and I cannot be shelling out money left and right for designs and editing and shit like that. So um, there, these are a lot of skills that I've had to teach myself over the years just so I'm not fucking in the red all the time. Um, and it's easy for bands to be in the red all the time, despite what it might look like on Instagram, okay? It's a fucking tough game. It's a business, and we're trying to be profitable, but it's, it's, a, it's a slow climb, you know? It definitely, uh, honestly, what you said kind of really relates to what I do because, like, I I can't afford either to, you know, pay people. Like, like this whole setup, I mean, obviously you don't see anything because, well, you're watching it, but. It's a very nice DIY setup, though. I, I will say that. I'm impressed. Thank you, yeah. sir. And but, it works. Ex exactly. Yeah, it doesn't need to be fancy, man. That's right. Yeah. It's all about, it's all, it, it doesn't matter what the setup looks like as long as it works yeah. that's the way i look at it but kind of like with me like i don't have a crew with me like mm -hmm. i can't you know can't afford at this at this stage like yeah. maybe one day it'd be nice but um you know i i do everything myself and i've had to teach myself what like yep. what phantom power on a mics <laughs> and make sure you turn them on totally yeah uh with and look that's an investment those pieces that piece every little thing your microphones these are all investments into your business, you know, and yep. a lot of times people don't really piece that stuff together. You know, every time I make t-shirts, I owe somebody money <laughs> for t-shirts, you know, and I have to sell those t-shirts at a slight increase so I can make back just enough to pay back the people who made my t-shirts so I can make more t-shirts. You know, it's like a never ending thing. Like, um, it's a really small margin, you know, and um, we're just trying to skate by basically and keep doing the damn thing. I think a lot of people look at like you on stage and you performing, but I don't know unless they're like other musicians or people in the music industry, how much actual work goes into everything. Like for you, you said you're, you're editing all the videos, you're, you're making the designs. Obviously, you guys are touring. Uh, so getting place to place as well. So. There's a lot instead of just going on uh, stage and performing. There's so yeah, much. Yeah, or looking really cute in Instagram pictures, you know. Um, it's a lot of fucking work. It's like a 24-hour full-time job. You know, the ringer is always on, and I'm constantly checking emails and approving things. You know, everything's got to go through me, even though I've got an amazing band and an amazing team and a booking agent now who's super helpful and, you know, really great people, and that's the goal, right? You want to build this tribe around you to, like, lighten the load and in theory everybody wins at the end of the day like hopefully everybody takes home like a little something you know to make it worth their time you know um I would do it anyway <laughs> but like having those people on my team is huge and I'm so thankful for them and it's taken years to find these people who help make the Susie Moonship run you know and I'm nothing without these people um but yeah, it's a lot of work, but also it's the kind of work I love to do, you know, and I'm really grateful. Yeah, to me, as long as you're having fun and like you enjoy what you do, then, you know, it's not really work at that point. Yeah. But it's kind of similar, like with, we were talking about a few minutes earlier about having the right band with you. Having um, the right kind of team and crew behind the scenes helps that you don't have to focus as much on everything. You can focus more on the art, you know, on the the art, the music, mm -hmm. um, and not have to do as much and take time away from that. Oh, yeah. 
I've had people be like, so have you written any new songs lately? And it's like, dude, I haven't had time to write new songs. Like I haven't written a new song since pretty much the animal song, which would have been December 2020 is when I wrote that song. I don't have like time to pick up my guitar in between everything else that we're doing. I would love to just sit around and play my guitar and like write songs, but like there's like something to plan, something to book, hotels, rentals, fucking everything. Like, you know, um, but it's okay because I really, I do believe that with songwriting, you have to like live these spaces in between, you know, in order to like accumulate experiences to talk about. You know, and so all of this right now is just like the real life portion of the songwriting. You know, I'm like living the things right now that are going to influence the next stories that I tell. So uh, there's like an ebb and flow to the whole process. And I don't try to force songs out of me. You know, every once in a while, a little melody or lyrics will pop into my head and I'll like immediately record it. And then I won't look at it again for like eight months or 10 months or 12 months or whatever, you know, until it's until I've got time to breathe and like sit down and really spend time like crafting songs. But um, yeah. I, I definitely feel you, especially like there and plus not even just like the, the business side, there's also like your personal life as well. So mm-hmm. there's the balance of everything is, you know, like you have to be in balance that way you can be at your best. And totally. sometimes I'm, I'm still poor at that, but I'm working on it. Well, <laughs> a friend of mine who is a very accomplished musician producer just um hell of a fucking guy who they like a lot of output right like a lot for a career like just seems like constantly right and he told me like you need to focus on the input too like that's a really important you cannot do the output unless you give yourself input time you know so it's like if it's fucking Pilates, if it's going for a run, you know, if it's just sleeping for 14 hours, like I like to do, you know, um, every, every like couple of months, I'll be like, phones off, sleeping all day, just staying in bed. I'm not getting out of bed. I'm not fucking talking to anybody, you know, and I'll feel guilty for that one day out of so much time, you know, but it's like, that's how I get it. You know, exercise is really helpful too, but it's like, you got to have that fucking balance, you know? we're sharing a dressing room with the vaudettes who are incredible and beautiful and glorious and i cannot wait to see them perform but you are not a vaudette are you yeah but you're a photographer you're important too yeah yeah there's a lot of really badass chicks at this festival i gotta say that so thanks motoblot for bringing a lot of badass women onto this show that that's right. Like they they really stack the show with like awesome, uh, you know, uh, women as you know as well. Just killer bands. They got the Vaudettes, which are performing uh, three sets. You know, two tonight and tomorrow as yeah. well. Plus they're uh, pr- part of the uh, vintage bikini bike wash on Sunday. How cool is that? Yeah, like they're they're awesome. Can I hang out? I want to I want to wash bikes with you guys in my bikini. That sounds really fun. <laughs> I I I know you got some great shows this weekend, we but every. Would be, it would be cool. Like, Maybe next year. For sure. Now, uh, as, as I'm kind of wrapping this up, obviously you, you're going to be performing coming up very soon because we've been talking for 20 minutes. <laughs> it went by re- very quickly. Hey, that's the goal here on Super Cool Radio. Fun. It's all about having fun. Time. Um, actually, sorry. I actually have two questions. I lied. I'm sorry. Uh, you did talk about the full length. I know you are uh, working on that. 
Can you give any kind of hints right now about the full name? You don't, you don't have to, but... Oh, no, I'm, I am free and clear to spill all of the beans on the full name. Yeah, the title is Dumb and in Love. And uh, the release date is September 23rd on Pirates Press Records. It is a 10-song full-length recorded in Long Beach, California, where I grew up. It's the last thing I recorded in L.A. before I left California for what might be forever um, to move to the East Coast to actually start this band. So that the record was recorded before Call the Shots, before Animal, before I even knew that I was doing this. I just wanted to get these songs out, and my buddy Davey Warsop, who's in a band called Sharp Shock, he's worked with um, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Face to Face. Uh, he's just a great producer and friend of mine. We had been talking for years about doing a record together. Um, there's a lot of mutual respect there, you know, and I was like, fuck, you know, Davey, I'm leaving California, and I have all these songs, and I just don't feel like I want to take those songs with me to the East Coast. They're very California-sounding songs. You know, and he's like, well, I've got some time. Like, why don't we lay down this record? You know, and I was like, cool, put it on Bandcamp. Nobody cares. And this was in, this was in fucking August of 2020. Okay. And so we, we go in the studio. Um, we've got like five days to do 10 songs. And I was like, we can totally pull it off. It's not a big deal. You know, turns out we just finished this record in March of 2022. So it has been an ongoing me flying back to LA, finishing this, redoing this, redoing that. You know, um, I was joking that it was the record that wouldn't die. You know, I'm just like, get this fucking record out. Like, I'm so, ah! you know, and luckily Pirates Press Records were like, well, what else do you got? And I that would call the shots. And I was like, well, take these. And we'll, it'll buy us some time. And no one's going to buy a, a full length off of a new artist that they haven't heard before. So it's like, EPs are a good introduction, you know? And then it was like, so is the full length ready? And I'm like, no. Actually, we're going to re-record two songs from scratch in a different key and change the tempo because it's my full length and it has to be perfect. And now that there's something behind it and a real label behind it, I was like, ah, okay. Um, so then I wrote the songs for Animal, you know? So we, like, got in the studio last summer recorded those and that was like okay we're buying some time right which works out really well because call the shots and animal they're very complimentary um they really do complete like a chapter you know of like my life but it's weird because we're going back in time for dumb and in love but they're very it's, it's core Susie moon like it is me you know um just fucking i'm so proud of this record and it sounds like it was baked in the California sunshine. You know, they are very classic California punk rock songs. And I think anyone who listens to this is going to get a very clear idea about what kind of songwriter I am and what kind of person I am. And um, so, yeah, it's finally coming out. Oh, my God. After like a billion years. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, I, I will say before I uh, say what I got to say, but... Um, I definitely love the both EPs you put out. Thank you. Uh, they're they're both badass with both of them. I was I was listening to Animal, the EP Animal last night, uh, writing my notes that awesome. I didn't really look at, but uh, okay. yeah, we we're winging it and we're yeah. doing a great job. Exactly, and we're also we're live. So and anybody who comes to the show tonight is going to hear a lot of the songs off of Dumb and in Love because we've been playing them, you know. So. Uh. Sneak preview here at Cobra Lounge tonight for Motoblot. And that's why you got to come down here. 
That's why. Yeah. That's why we're doing this live. Uh, but how does it feel to uh, have a release date and gonna be released, going to release the album in September? How does it make you feel that you finally are going to release this? It feels like relief, sweet relief. You know, um, it really is the record I've been working towards my entire life. You know, like because when I got started playing music, I was playing in my older sister's band. Savette and I was kind of like the sidekick, you know. There was such an amazing experience for me, but uh, I've over the years I've found my voice, you know, and it there is a lot of um, anxiety that comes with putting your name, Susie Moon, out there because I'm the only one people are going to talk shit on, you know, like my good point. Is fine. He's fine. Like nobody fucking like is going to be like, it's your fault. You know, um, it's my fault. But um, I'm also, I don't give a fuck because I'm very confident about it and it's going to find its audience or it's not, you know, but I did the thing that feels right to me and the songs are my songs and I'm proud of them. And they're my little song babies you know, and um, the response to the, the songs live has been great. We've been playing them live for like a year. So, you know, um, they're, they've been out there in some form, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just like I am proud of myself because 12-year-old Susie never thought that 33-year-old Susie would actually be here doing exactly what she said she was going to be doing. And I'm doing it my way, you know, and I'm just happy – that I followed through with my dream and didn't give up, you know, and kept fucking going for it because I couldn't have envisioned that things would be as good as they are today, you know? So I am fucking thankful. That's right. You know, uh, and just the, the amount of work and effort and everything like, you know, it is a grind, but now that you're, you're here and you're enjoying what you're doing, which I think is a, it's a very, very big part. As we kind of discussed earlier, you have to enjoy what you're doing and to be actually more happy and more, uh, you know, not surprised, but um, just where you are right now that you're, you're very happy. I think that's very important uh, with everything because you know that you are, you're doing it your way and you're having fun. And what more could you ask for? I'm the luckiest girl in the world, really. Like, um, this is the dream that I've been dreaming of my entire life. So I'm just trying to soak it up, baby. Well, I hope many, many years of living that dream. I can't wait for the new album when it officially drops in September. Uh, and I actually get to hear all of it tonight, too. Yes, you do. And the first single is the title track, Dumb and in Love, which we're playing tonight. So you'll have to hear that. And it's going to be the first single. And it's dropping on July 18th. So you don't have to wait that long for the brand new video and the first track to be dropped. So you got a music video and new single uh -huh. on July 18th. Woohoo! That's badass. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait for all that. I can't wait to actually hang out, rock out with you tonight. Fuck yeah, Matthew. Moto Blood's still going on. And uh, Susie Moon takes the stage at 1030. Thank uh, you so much. Thanks so much for hanging out with me here on Super Cool Radio. Live, first actual it's been live. Super cool. And that's the goal every time. <laughs> it's actually my first live interview uh, for this. So. You nailed it, bro. Hey. Yeah, yeah he's hey. good. <laughs> thank you dude of course thanks so much for Susie Moon of Susie Moon I'm your host as always Matthew Thomas thank you so much for watching live super cool radio and remember stay frosty <laughs>